the best part of doing a podcast is being retrospective. Well, that as well as improvising as we go. So, which is what we're going to do today. Welcome to Red Leg Revolution, a show about community. And this is essentially our 50th episode retrospective, even though it is the 51st episode of this show. And I'm going to level with y'all. This was not the episode that I intended to do. I've got a good three or four scripts that are all ready to go. Unfortunately, when I tried to record with Comrade Joe last night for this week's episode, um, we ran into some technical difficulties and Joe had to go do parenting stuff. So I've been doing real good hitting my production marks the past year so far, or the past six months, part of the year. And I wanted to go ahead and keep that keep that up. So I didn't have anything really prepped for this week. So I figured a good way to honestly fill time as well as kind of give new listeners an idea of some of the other topics we covered in the first half or the first season of the show. And also for me to kind of look back at it. So let's go ahead and jump right in. You may or may not know that this is my third podcast and so far the only one that really, really stuck. I did a marijuana legalization podcast back in like 2010 called The Pot Shot with the Practical Toker. And then in 2017, I started Hang a Left. Obviously, the pot shot was about cannabis laws and culture and such. And Hang a Left was kind of, I don't know, almost the spiritual predecessor to this show. It was a bit overly formatted, so I didn't end up sticking with it because I couldn't keep up with any type of production schedule. But this show kind of grew out of that. So at the height of the pandemic, I was talking to some friends via online, of course, because we were all stuck at home. And I had a couple people who I really respect tell me that I should probably start doing like in-person lectures or teach-ins or basically just organize something where I'm addressing people. Well, you know, y'all were there for... (laughs) 2020 and 2021, I don't need to tell you why that would have been difficult to do at that time. And that kind of evolved into this podcast. So I'm pretty proud of it. I didn't necessarily know if I was going to make it to five episodes, let alone 50. And I've had a lot of fun doing this show. I feel like I've gotten not only my opinions out there, but some really pertinent information in a lot of different areas. And here in a bit, we're going to go ahead and kind of touch on some of those areas. But I wanted to go ahead and kind of just, I don't know, talk about how this show has evolved and what I've learned from it and various stuff like that. So this show has evolved quite a bit from its original concept. And I'm thankful for that. The original concept, we still kind of do to a degree. I try to bring in 
the best specialists that I know personally for various topics. And now that I've got a phone set up, it's made that a lot more, a lot easier to do. I'm sure that regular listeners have noticed I have guests a lot more frequently than I used to, and that's pretty dope. But the original version of the show was intended to basically be a Skillshare as well as an educational show where I would have different people from different talents or different uh, professions come together to share with you all what they think about various things, whether that's food production or water purification, urban farming, community defense, mutual aid, various things like that. And I feel like there are some episodes, particularly in the earlier season, that met that that standard and that format. But as I went through the first season, like the first 10, 15 episodes, I realized that that was going to be an unsustainable model for someone who doesn't do this professionally, so to speak, and all my guests have outside jobs, and they really need to focus on getting by in late-stage capitalism. So it ended up being, I don't know, kind of a combo of a Skillshare show as well as an educational show as well as just a soapbox for me to espouse my opinion. And I'm okay with that because nobody is forcing y'all to click that download button and listen to my voice for anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour and a half every week. Well, every week now. And again, I'm, I'm happy with the direction the show has taken and I think that flexibility has allowed me to feel inspired and less constrained to just put stuff out and see if people want to listen to it. I have to admit, as I listen to some of my early episodes, I cringe at the audio quality. And like the 2023 Sports Illustrated cover girl Martha Stewart says, it's a good thing. Why is it a good thing? Well, honestly, because we learn from mistakes. You have to take that risk and take that plunge and be willing to fail before you get good at anything. And listening back to my season two episodes, I've noticed that my audio quality has greatly improved, mostly, about 80% of the time. And I hope that makes it more easy for you all to listen and it also gives me a bit more pride than some of the barely listenable earlier episodes, which is also kind of sad because we did cover a lot of very important things in the early seasons. And I very well might revisit some of those topics in the future so that I can have some better audio quality and still get the message out without giving people sensory skeeves. On that subject, Literally the minute I sat down and started booting up my audio processing program for today, my upstairs neighbor started blasting some music, and I managed to figure out how to record anyway without picking up the sick bass lines coming from upstairs. So growth, right? Another thing that I see myself improving on when I look back to the earlier episodes was 
just my familiarity with the format. The earlier episodes, it seems to me it was pretty evident that I was reading from a script and it had less digressions that really added value to the show as opposed to digressions that were just kind of sprawling and rambling, which was a problem with my first podcast because it wasn't scripted at all. So it was all digressions. And while those can be very entertaining, they don't do well in building up to an ultimate case, which is what I'm doing with every episode of this show, hence the tagline, our only hope is each other. The goal of this show is to help people realize the importance of working on ourselves, to work on our community, to build things like mutual aid, solidarity, and dual power within the horrible hellscape that we currently live in. And that's, I think, reflected in a lot of the topics that I've covered already. Speaking of topics, there are a lot of things that I have not covered that I have either scripts written for or just kind of a loose concept of what I want to do in terms of discussing these various things. One of the issues I run into is there are certain topics that I refuse as a white man to address by myself and I need representatives of certain communities to be here to help with those telling those stories and talking about those subjects because I firmly believe it's not building community for me to speak on behalf of certain subjects, for example, racial issues in America or the experience of being a trans person in America or being a woman in America. There were a few shows that I needed to do in the first season particularly pertaining to the Roe v. Wade decision that was handed down last summer. And that was mainly out of a sense of urgency given what had just happened. I didn't really have time to line up a guest for those episodes. But I do have a lot of stuff for the next 50, and I'm looking forward to it. Some of the subjects that I know we will be covering in the future are the upcoming 2024 presidential election. That may very well be our next couple episodes. I also want to talk a bit about polyamory. I have a script written up for that. I also want to get some of my buddies in uh, various leftist gun clubs to talk about gun control and mass violence in America as well as the racist history of gun control and why I don't believe it's going to work. I also have slated an episode about food production, a couple episodes about housing, and then there's all sorts of subjects from season two that we will be revisiting, such as unions. I want to check back in on that landlord group we took over, Obviously, I'm going to keep you guys updated on my emotional struggle, well, not struggle, my emotional journey to try to repair and heal myself so that I can be more effective to the community. So I have a lot kind of floating around in my mind as to what to cover. I decided when I switched up the theme and stuff that I was going to say 26 episodes was a season. So we are actually going to approach the end of season two and start doing season three here in one more episode, although it'll probably be two more because I'm pretty sure 
both scripts that I have written are going to be two-parters, and I'm looking forward to that. I really enjoy hanging out with my friends and talking about stuff. As anyone who knows me in real life, I am a talker, and that's the reason that I have a podcast. If I wasn't a talker, I'd probably just be, I don't know, have a Twitch stream where all I do is play Red Dead and invite people to watch. I may still do that just because Red Dead is the only game I play. It's a goddamn masterpiece, and if you have not played it, I highly encourage you to. It is the only video game that allows me to torture and kill neo-confederate lost cause motherfuckers as well as explode the KKK. It's a great random event. Totally threw me off first time I saw it. I was all ready to be mad until I realized you get positive honor for killing those hooded motherfuckers. So normally this is about the time that I would kick it to commercials, but given the fact that I feel kind of guilty because I have literally nothing for this episode and I'm just going off the cuff, I'm not going to subject you guys to three minutes of commercials because this may only be a 20 minute or so episode. So I'm going to briefly pretend like we're doing commercials. So my plug for this episode is all of you. All of my awesome listeners and the people that I work with in the community and the various groups that I work with in the community, as well as the awesome organizations who allow me to advertise for what they're doing. So y'all kick ass. Keep it up. I would encourage you all to get to know each other. That's that's my plug. And instead of doing full commercials, I'm also just going to plug Benavie Farms in Kansas City, a sustainable farm that's main focus is on the bees. I'm also going to plug Skunk Ape Liberation Union out of Florida. They send seeds and stickers all over the United States, and you can find them on Facebook. And finally, my old organization, the Industrial Workers of the World. There are branches all over the world all over the world, uh, particularly my comrades and friends at the Heartland IWW branch here in the Midwest who are doing great work in both Kansas City and various other places where there are not IWW branches, and you can check them out at IWW.org. So those are my commercials for this episode, and I highly encourage you all to check those out if you know, that's your thing, because these are groups that I do think are doing great work, and I definitely endorse them. So I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of scroll through my podcasting apparatus and take a look at some of the subjects that we covered. So let's jump right into that. So my very first episode was published on September 4th, 2021. And it was about SB8 in Texas. It was My first episode was about reproductive rights, and I believe I did three episodes about that in the first season, and that was the one that I talked about not only reproductive rights in general, but how SB8 was a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade, and that ended up being one of the lawsuits that got Roe v. Wade struck down. You can check those episodes out if you can handle the poor audio quality there in season one. 
We talked a bit, a couple episodes about Labor Day, the various Labor Days, the real one on May 1st and the fake one in September and how that division came about and who who was the main movers and shakers in that. We talked a bit about, uh, speaking of holidays, the Indigenous Peoples Day and why we should get a get rid of Columbus Day because he was a genocidal bastard and the harbinger of an apocalypse. Talked a bit about my struggles with unemployment. And those were my first like five episodes and they were all considered specials because I had a whole series of scripts written but couldn't get people together to do it. So when I finally did start getting into the more scripted stuff, our first couple subjects were kind of an overview of what I was trying to achieve with this show and then talking about fascism and how America is heading that way with a particular focus on Democrats because we know Republicans are fascists, but many people don't know that the center is what's enabled fascism in every single country since fascism was invented. So... About the same time that I was recording an episode about mutual aid, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came down, and we talked a couple episodes about that and basically why I feel that it's important that the left arms up. Because, again, we're not going to get into gun control in this episode, but I very firmly believe that given the way... America is heading, it's probably good for all capable leftists. And by capable, I mean people who are comfortable and mentally sound enough around firearms should be arming up to protect those of us who are not comfortable with firearms and may be targeted by either fascist militia groups or the police. Not that I'm recommending getting into gunfights with the police. I am not the Black Panthers in the 70s, but you may need to defend yourself and some friends uh, from greater society. So we talked a bit about Rittenhouse. We talked a bit about mutual aid. Uh, we will totally come back to that subject in season three. We also talked about direct action and why it tends to be more effective than trying to go through established systems. We also talked a bit about voting and why I don't particularly like it at the national level, but why it is important to help protect our marginalized comrades. Oh, yeah, and then I got robbed in early December of 2021. Somebody got into my car when I stepped inside a client's house for like two minutes and stole all my tools, as well as a bunch of personal effects. And then at the beginning of 2022, I did an episode about not only kind of a 2021 recap, but also how the Biden administration was handling the pandemic and how we left our most vulnerable out to die. Uh, we talked a bit about credit and how it's messed up. And we started to get into some, I think this was the episode that started to kind of bring in the topic of my personal healing journey. We did an episode about the benefits of meditation as well as the privilege that can go along with meditation. And right after that episode, I talked a bit about mental health, my mental health and kind of my struggles. 
And then the row decision came down. We did a couple episodes on that. And then I took a hiatus for a little while and did an episode about kind of a catch-up episode where we talked about all sorts of things like the Uvalde shooter, the climate change effects currently, a little bit of gun control. There was a little bit of everything in the dystopia episode. Then we talked a bit about poor brain, which is how being in poverty can lead to serious trauma that affects how you think for the rest of your life or until you get therapy and address it. We talked about grief, and then we got into season two, which we started by talking about strikes and student debt, because the Biden administration's student debt relief is currently in court and will probably be struck down. We talked a couple times about the railroad strike. Uh, In early December, we talked about the Facebook coup of the landlord group. And then we talked about sex and drugs because I promised in the original trailer back in 2021 we would. Both subjects I'm sure we will revisit in season three. And then Joe came and kicked it and we talked about climate catastrophe for a while and also why centrism is bad. When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in the beginning of 2023, we did an episode about the issues surrounding the Chiefs' name and how that enforces stereotypes that ultimately lead to the ongoing genocide of Native people. (laughs) Then we talked about the Ohio train derailment. We talked a bit about masculinity and how that is perceived and incorporated. I bitched about daylight savings time. Pancake joined me for talking about unions. Then we talked a bit about leftism and then domestic violence, which was a very hard episode for me. If you have not listened to that episode, I highly encourage it. Just make sure you are in the right headspace. Uh, We also briefly touched on trans rights. Again, briefly, because I'm not trans and I want a trans person here. Which brings us up to our last couple episodes where we talked about fatherhood and a little bit of motherhood. I, in retrospect, should have done a motherhood episode, but I honestly didn't realize it was almost Mother's Day. So maybe I'll do a motherhood motherhood episode around Father's Day for equity. And finally, I did last week a podcast about going to therapy and what the difficulties and issues surrounding therapy is. So I feel like we've covered a pretty significant chunk of the things that I wanted to cover and obviously I have plenty of other things that I have very strong opinions on one way or another for like for the record do not soap your cast iron pans toilet paper goes over not under not only was that the way the inventor intended as well as years of me being a custodian I am pretty sure that I am a specialist in that, and my in-the-field research has demonstrated that it doesn't waste as much paper towels if it's over, not under. But I also have some more serious opinions, as, again, you regular listeners will know. So this is going to be a relatively short episode, because A, I didn't have anything prepared, and B... I don't want to just sit here and toot my own horn, and I don't know if it's trauma or just my own mental struggles, but it feels like that is what I'm doing here, so we're definitely going to keep it short, 
But I do want to give a shout out to all my guests that I have had on since the very first episodes, and that includes uh, Amy and Amanda and Taylor and Comrade Joe and my buddy Pancake and my friend Kelly. Oh, and Galen. I can't forget Galen. I really appreciate you all taking time out of your day to help me do this and help get your opinions out there. And I really am looking forward to broadening my guest horizons as this proceeds. So it's been 51 episodes, and I am proud that I've gotten this far. And I'm really thankful that people have helped me along the way. As we know, nothing happens in a vacuum. And although I'm the one putting the most in-the-ground effort on this, it couldn't be done without the help of my guests and the people that, you know, help me just exist under late-stage capitalism. If I wasn't able to meet my most basic needs, then I wouldn't be able to focus any of my time, spoons, or effort on doing this for y'all. And I really hope that y'all are taking that energy out into the community and that we've learned something, whether it be about drug policy or sexuality or reproductive rights, mutual aid, dual power. I hope you've learned something while listening to the show in between the burps and the fart jokes and Ronald Reagan and being sponsored by Dictionary.com. Speaking of Dictionary.com, I got 52 episodes under my belt. It's about time you send me that money. Um, And I'm also thankful for the new bits that we are developing, particularly when I have Joe on. He's a regular enough contributor that we can figure out some bits just between us um, like Jordan Peterson and Tucker Carlson guesting on this podcast so I feel like it's starting to come together you know like I feel like I have a pretty good mix of information as well as opinion as well as some humor to break it all up and I'm stoked to keep this going and I appreciate all of you who have supported me and ways we may not even realize now because y'all supported me i realized that it's not empty for me to say our only hope is each other because y'all help me maintain that hope every day so one way you could continue helping me maintain that hope every day is by liking following subscribing whatever they call it on your favorite podcatcher app you can find us If you didn't know, on iHeartRadio and Spotify and Podbean and all those good podcatcher apps. Uh, And if there's a format that you use that I'm not currently on, please DM me or email me at redlegrevolution at gmail.com and let me know. And I will try to get it onto those services. And social media, I would appreciate it if you all followed me on Facebook at Red Leg Revolution or Twitter at Red Leg Pod. When we get into season three, I've got some plans to hopefully start using my Instagram and my YouTube channel more often to help build this audience and continue doing what I'm doing. The more people, well, the more you interact with this show, whether it be through your podcatcher app or on social media, that's the more exposure, the way, you know, algorithms work and shit. So more people will hear this. And the last thing I wanted to drop is a shout out to all my listeners. Again, 
I've got listeners. Last time I checked my analytics in like five countries and 10 states. And I would like to, again, those are, those are rookie numbers. We got we to gotta bump those numbers way up. Yeah. So those are the thoughts I have about doing this show for 51 episodes. And I am very much looking forward to doing the next 52 and for the record, I am fully clothed because it is like six o'clock at night and I've been doing stuff all day. So, yeah, that's what I got to say. I uh, hope you all keep listening. Tell your friends and I'm out. And fuck Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan ruined everything.